Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24. In this portion of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus discusses our proper relationship with money and personal possessions. I know we all struggle in various degrees with this issue. Remember, what you are committed to in your heart reveals what is important to you, even more than what you say. This section begins with some of the best-known words of Jesus. Please listen carefully to Pastor Jim's message entitled, Where is Your Heart? Uh, years ago, there was, there was a span of about, I don't know, six or eight years that I uh, served on the board of a small Christian organization, and we had one board meeting a year. The people that did this ministry did it really well and didn't need any more oversight than that. And, and like most good organizations of its kind, it was just, it was just local only in one place. Uh, they, they struggled to have enough money most of the time. They would, you know, when they get, got a little money, they would, they would do something. And uh, right after one of our annual board meetings, uh, someone had invited this group to apply for a one-time grant. I think it came from a foundation. They applied, and they were given a one-time gift of 10 thousand dollars that was 25 years ago or or more back you know in in that time ten thousand dollars was worth something Uh, now it's a stimulus check Um, there were no specific instructions attached to it just on the basis of the credibility of who you are and what you do we're giving you this ten thousand dollars and so the people that manage the ministry uh, were rather humbled by that and they immediately put it in a savings account. It was the largest amount of money that organization had ever seen at one time. Well, we came together for the next board meeting. About 11 and a half months later, we went through all the stuff that you do at the board meetings, the, the, the financial situation, and um, we found on the ledger $10,000 in a savings account. And... Um, they were asking, you know, do you think we should apply again this year? And we on the board said, well, you know, it would be kind of embarrassing to apply again when we still have the original gift that was given uh, a year ago. And so we said, um, what we'd really like you to do is spend that money. Well, how? And we said, well, there's one thing that you do, so take some of the money and invest it on letting more people know what you do and take the rest of the money and spend it on doing what you do for the people that you find with the money that you spent telling them what you do. I immediately thought of a passage. I don't think I was rude and preacherly enough to have read it all to them, but I'm going to read it to you. I thought of a passage that applies to that that day. A little bit lengthy for what we usually quote, but I want to read it to you. It's the last part of the parable of the talents. 
one of three parables that Jesus told uh, following the time that he describes his second coming in the Olivet Discourse, and then in chapter 25 of Matthew, he explains some things that are going to happen after that, and, and he's, ex- he's explaining what this era is like, and it's like a king that went and, and uh, a manager that went away, and he entrusted his stuff to people to take care of it while he was gone. So we'll skip down. You know the story. Matthew 25, we'll start at verse 18. But he who received the one talent... One guy got five talents, one guy got two talents, one guy got one talent. That doesn't mean that one guy could sing, one guy could sing and dance, and one guy could sing and dance and play the kazoo. It meant that uh, a talent is a weight, a measure of weight. It was a weight of precious metal or something like that. So it's an amount of wealth. He who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with him. The one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Also, the one who had received the two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had received the one talent came up and said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid, and I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See? Here's your one, here's your talent, you have what is yours. But his master answered and said to him, you wicked, lazy slave, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed, then you ought to have put my money in the bank and on my arrival I would have received my money back with interest. Therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. Throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's pretty That's pretty strong. You're well done, good and faithful, or you wicked, lazy slave. What should we do with those things that we have on earth entrusted to us by the King of heaven? We should manage them. We should be stewards of them for His use and for His glory. And we shouldn't be lazy and we shouldn't be motivated by fear. (gasps) Well, if I do something, I might put it at risk and then I might lose it. And maybe God would give it back to you. Now, mind you, in that day on that board meeting, I did not tell the people who managed that ministry that they were going to hell for not spending the $10,000. But it was a pretty good learning point. Those well-intended people had let the fear that someone might criticize their actions and keep them from taking any action at all. Now, if... If they had given that $10,000, 
I don't know what 10,000 divided by 365 is, but if they had given them one 365th of it every day for the year, they would have probably gone bonkers with all the ministry that they would have done. But you give them 10,000 at once and we're afraid. You see, it isn't mainly the things that matter. And it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 or 1,000 or 1. It's your attitude toward the things that matters. It was God who gave Joseph that incredible position in Egypt. And He gave Joseph the plan to tell Pharaoh to store up the grain for future use. You could say, Joseph, you're treasuring up treasures on earth. Yes, and by then using it wisely, a whole bunch of people were spared from starvation. Solomon and Agur, authors in the Proverbs, they were both inspired by God to use the ant, not your dad's sister, but an A-N-T, as an illustration of common sense in working hard, providing during the summer for the needs of the winter. And the ants don't starve to death. Jesus' parables, the one we just saw and others, uh, they encourage doing business and, and even banking for the purpose of making a profit so that that profit can be used to glorify God and to serve Him and His people. Abraham was a very wealthy man, and he was called a, a friend of God. But there was that young ruler who was very rich who came and it became obvious with one question or one instruction Jesus gave him. He was more attached to his riches than he was to anything heavenly. And heartbroken, he walked away. Abraham was called the friend of God. Zacchaeus was a wealthy man. Joseph of Arimathea, wealthy man. God used them in the death and preparation for the resurrection of Jesus, or not the death, but the burial and preparation for the resurrection of Jesus. But you know, you can have money, that's okay. You can have a lot of earthly stuff, that's okay. A friend of mine who um, gave away in his life many, many, many multiples of my net worth, he said, There's no problem with having money and being a Christian as long as you give it away. And not all of it. You you, you live on some. But the accumulation of wealth is fraught with great spiritual danger. Money is a great blessing if it is not an end in itself. If it's a means to an end, if you see it that way, what a blessing. Uh, To prevent your family from Becoming a burden to others, that's a good use of wealth. To, to help others who are in need, that's a good use of wealth. To encourage the work of the gospel, to support people who spread the gospel, that's a good thing. But outside of purposes like that, it, it becomes a, a snare. The Apostle Paul addressed both issues of that in the same chapter. It's First Timothy uh, chapter 10. Now, bear in mind, Paul was writing to his protege, Timothy. Timothy was ministering as a pastor in Ephesus. Ephesus was a 
very wealthy city in the world at that time. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.